Hi, I'm Peter Jin Hoseng, founder and CEO of Beyond Form. Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, Venturing into Fashion Tech, the show that explores how technology is transforming the fashion industry. In this episode, I'm joined by my colleague and co-host, Juan Rizive, as we discuss exactly what is fashion tech and what it means for fashion professionals, entrepreneurs and consumers now and in the future. When I started working in the field over 10 years ago, topics such as digital fashion or AR retail experiences were not even on the agenda for most fashion brands. Fast forward a decade and exponential progress has happened across the entire fashion value chain. These are exciting times and this episode introduces our listeners to the exciting possibilities of fashion tech. This includes looking at fashion tech startups that we've been working with and where we believe these promising innovations may be heading. Plus, what it may mean for global fashion brands and retailers looking to adopt technology into their businesses. I hope that you enjoyed the first episode and can join us in the ongoing conversation on fashion tech. Hi Ron, so shall we do this, our first episode? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Let's go for it. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is the definition of fashion tech. We've been trying to figure it out over the last two to three years. Um, I don't necessarily think there is a blanket definition, but just to make it a little bit simpler for our listeners to understand what we mean by it, what, how do you think we can define it? Uh, it is quite... Um ubiquitous term because obviously a lot of people have their idea of you know having just led garments you know um but instead i would say it is the advancement of the fashion industry with the help of technology um so having solutions that include augmented reality artificial intelligence um within different parts of the supply chain um to actually help to optimize the industry i would kind of summarize it in that way yeah, I would take a little bit uh, further in terms of, it's, for me, it's the technological advancements that are then integrated into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I don't think we can think that fashion tech means all technology, because of course that could also mean you know, tills. Yeah. For examples, but I think for us, when we're talking about it as Beyond Form and Venture Studio, we're we're really meaning those, you know, those bleeding edge, cutting edge technologies and innovations. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and a lot of people have actually mentioned that they've never even heard of how things such as, you know, those technologies can even come into play in fashion. So, yeah, usually it's a case of just trying to <laughs> list the different types of things that can come into it, um, besides just, you know, a computer and a till, as you mentioned. Yeah. So then, now that we've defined it, what do we think is happening in the industry then? What exci- what's exciting you, Vaughn? Uh, well, funny enough, the other day when we looked at our... Um, our poll online, everyone was saying that they're interested in kind of like waste and transparency, which is quite the opposite of what I'm excited about, which is more on the retail perspective. And I'm not sure if that's just because that's what I've actually been focusing on as well from kind of like my brand uh, on, on, on the side. Um, but obviously, when you look at augmented reality, you finally get to experience online shopping in a completely different way you get to physically see well i guess not really physically but a more tangible view of how you can view the products online um and also you know with all um fittings 
online fitting rooms, something that is still quite difficult for people to hack uh, and to get right. But it's something, again, that is very personal to the shopper, um, which I think is the most interesting and really has a lot more to explore in that sense. But obviously, kind of, I guess the secondary would be the production side of things, how you can work on pattern digitizers and just suddenly communicate with your suppliers way easier, things like that. But in terms of more exciting, as well as visually exciting, definitely the retail part of things, I would say. What yeah, are, what are your thoughts? I think, I, think I, I understand where you're going there. Contextually, it's easier for consumers and brands to get their head around retail tech shall we say because you can touch it you can experience it you can see it there in front of you when you're on your your shopping journey shall we say so i get where you're heading with there um that i would say that particular area of fashion tech is quite saturated at the moment um so sometimes it is a little bit difficult to figure out who is delivering a solution that is actually useful Oh, versus <laughs> here's just some whistles and bells and it looks nice and glitzy versus obviously this is actually really enhancing the the customer journey oh yeah shall we say do, do you have any solutions that come to mind that you're really excited about uh, well i definitely completely agree with what you said there because what often happens is that a lot of people introduce these things to retail and it's just a gimmick well or at least it looks like it from the perspective of those not really in the industry or even the other way around um, but obviously what's quite personal to me and what I've actually been personally using on my website is uh, augmented reality and it's the idea that you can obviously just see how a garment looks um, more in your space um, so being able to activate the camera being able to see the um, model in your living room um, but I think what has been a little bit more uh, funny enough what I think is a little bit more interesting is the rotatable Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually talking about capacity here, just to kind of uh, give that context uh, in the sense that that the technology that they're using to be able to see more of how a garment looks um, is a bit more interesting than just looking at videos on a shopping uh, website. Um, so instead of having to rely on a video of the person just doing a mini catwalk for you or relying on the photos for, uh, front back and the side and so on um, you get to actually rotate it and again the user gets to really interact with what they're about to purchase so I think there's something quite special about that Mm -hmm. Um, but I know there's way more there's a lot more things happening as well which I think um, not really mainstream at the moment uh, but definitely haptics Um, so being able to be on a tablet for example and being able to actually feel how the fabric might actually feel in real life which I think is super interesting and something I really want to I guess learn more about yeah and I think this is very indicative of your background as well the fact that you are a fashion designer Mm. yes I think are we are we saying here from a fashion design perspective technology is potentially leading us to be able to have a a process that is is even heightened even more with technology allowing us to do different things maybe um wait i'm not sure if i caught that so in terms of you know haptics and being able to touch fabrics for example through it through through a tablet do you you think that is enhancing the 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 fashion design process even further oh yeah I, i think definitely and maybe not from the design perspective but more just about the experience 
Um, so I guess maybe decision making. So I, I say that in the sense that if I'm sitting down, I'm doing my sketches for a future collection. Um, and obviously, as you've said, you know, with a fashion background, that's kind of the process you take. You have your inspiration, you have then your mood boards, and then you have your sketches that you do after. But I would say actually after this process, when you're starting to get more into the production um, and talking to suppliers, seeing where you can get your fabrics, that's where I think would be quite interesting for that and really does enhance that experience. Um, because in this case, if I wanted to buy something, which I've actually done, buying something from abroad, um, it does help a lot to actually be able to just maybe feel the fabric before I have to wait for the delivery and, you know, all the custom taxes that are added on top at least if i know uh before i make that um purchase and that decision then it's a bit more promising that what i'm getting is actually going to be what i expect um so definitely in that realm but from the design perspective i'm not sure what you think about this but i'm i haven't really seen that many thing that that many things that can really help or optimize that in terms of actually designing mm -hmm. per se but definitely fabric sourcing and so on, but not really designing. Yeah, I, I, you know, the next point that I wanted to, to raise was actually, okay, so these, these are some things that are exciting us, but there's still a lot of areas for improvement. Definitely. And I think fashion, the design, part of the value chain is one of those areas which is severely lacking, mm -hmm. shall we say, in technological innovations. Um, you know, we, we were still doing a study inside Beyond Form and um, if we're looking at the fashion value chain as a whole, there's a lot more happening on the downstream phase of the industry versus the upstream, so the design and product creation phase of, of the value chain. And I think there's a huge opportunity to, to be had there. Um, I think it's also culturally designers are not necessarily there yet with allowing technology into their lives. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> in, to, to, to enhance their design processes further. However, I, I do think there's opportunity that just with simple things like a designer really objectively looking at their design saying, okay, is this going to work? So for example, you know, we've been working with T-Fashion over the last two years now which is um, an AI trend forecasting platform. And I think if designers can use such a very simple tool, actually, just to help them create design decisions, will take us a little bit further. Um, as much as I love WGSN and what they, uh, WGSN and what they are doing, it's not necessarily transforming the design process shall we say with more object objectivity versus subjectivity i know I what you think there no i definitely agree with that because it is really based on obviously well, whatever research and everything that they've compiled but as you've mentioned uh, t fashion it's a case of them offering a little bit more of a personalized uh, research so that the individual um, can or I guess the brand or corporate whoever wants to collaborate with them is able to see this feed from Instagram and then obviously all the uh, data taken from that 
And then as the individual, it's like, okay, these, this is where kind of your customers are heading and what you should kind of start targeting as well. So I think that personalization is definitely very key in terms of fashion tech. Yeah. And what I really love about the tea fashion solution is that it's just taking it to a whole nother level. Um, well, the, you know, the initial platform where you can get trend reports, you know, really targeted by their age and demographics and the location mm-hmm. of a trend forecast report is obviously really useful. But then taking that to the next level with generative design. Now, I'm not saying that we're going to be replacing fashion designers with robots and not in a way, shape or form, but I do think that designers are going to be able to use robots in a more instrumental way to help them with the designing of collections, Mm -hmm. especially in the age where consumers are probably, not probably, but are definitely expecting more designs, more collections at a faster speed. And unfortunately that is happening because of fast fashion. And therefore everyone's sensations are heightened of you know i want new designs i want fresh designs now instantly and i want to wear it exactly tomorrow type of type of thing so it's about also how you know culturally how can we help the fashion designer in the future as well i, I mm-hmm. do think definitely. Um, i have definitely seen that change over the last 20 years since i started training in mm-hmm. the fashion design field um, for those of you that don't know, both myself um, and Von are actually formally trained fashion designers um, in the field. So we know how the traditional side of fashion works. And I have definitely seen there has been a shift. Mm-hmm. I would say that uh, technology is coming into the fore, but there's still so much potential there to be had. Definitely. I would, I would say. Especially I, from that learning perspective as well. Yeah. Um, because obviously you've mentioned during our training, it was always kind of about, um, well, yeah, the traditional ways of draping a fabric onto a mannequin and things like that. Um, the, the, the usual sketching on paper, which is obviously all still relevant. Um, but I know that some places are starting to teach other technologies such as, I guess, Clothe 3D and obviously even at iFig Paris, they also teach uh, DC Suite as well, uh, which is all about digital design um, and how to get results way quicker. Um, I usually actually summarize that process of, or at least all of that stuff as time efficient, um, uh, time efficient as well as uh, production efficient as well um and yeah just optimizing cost efficient cost efficient yeah i had lost it um but yeah that's the one yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely if we're if we're thinking about you know digital fashion this whole new realm of being able to prototype and visualize design Mm -hmm. a lot quicker has obviously sped up because of covid exactly um and being able to um do things but without having to be in a factory in person exactly shall we say uh, you know i said unfortunately the covid19 had to happen for <laughs> for for something like this to speed up mm-hmm. um you know if we, if we look at another portfolio company that we work with very closely launch marts you know their whole on-demand 3d garment builder which then allows a customer or a user shall we say to then have on-demand manufacturing is reducing the prototyping and design phase by up to to 75%, which I think is super interesting. It is really interesting, yeah. 
Um, and I think, I guess, for people, because, you know, the, the target market for them is really people who just can't pick up a pencil and just do this amazing illustration. So having this kind of Canva for uh, the clothing industry, being able to have templates and being able to just put it together, it is really touching upon saving that time, really. Um, and I guess cost as well, because you kind of already know what to expect in terms of the production side. Um, that I guess they can't really get it wrong in that sense when it's all there and everything's very clear of what the design is and things like that as well. Yeah. So um, I think we, what's interesting with, with LaunchMart as well is the fact that they are creating such an accessible platform. Mm-hmm. You know, we discussed right at the start there what is fashion tech and especially in fashion, a lot of people get scared by tech. Yes. <laughs> actually. And I see it definitely, you know, as, as fashion tech evolves, there is also the element that people are actually being less scared now. And platforms like LaunchMart are becoming so accessible where you don't need a fashion design degree. You don't need to know about production or mm-hmm. supply chains or how to work with a factory because they do it all for you, which I think is really handy. Like, we certainly didn't have this when I was no. trying to create my own fashion brand. And I think that would have been very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another company that we've been working with, you know, Round Rack, is another one of those platforms that just seems to be making everything a little bit more accessible. Exactly. And um, a little bit more streamlined as mm-hmm. well. And I think when we're talking about fashion tech, it's about removing all of those friction, all those friction points in the, in the fashion value chain, which catches people out. All the time. time. (laughs) You know, you've been, you know, creating your fashion brand one. What's catching you out at the moment? Um, Well, yeah, I think definitely if it wasn't for kind of things like round rack and and things like that, um, I would say definitely the idea of just just really putting together that supply chain and um, being in contact with the right production teams. And um, it's very difficult to compare prices and then try to figure out which one's better especially if cost prices for example are less um abroad but then you have to figure out you know all the delivery times and all that stuff um so i think platforms can make things like that a lot easier that that we've just described um and also just the whole idea of the fact that you're having to do everything yourself when you're an entrepreneur and you're starting from scratch Um, which I guess is relatable to any entrepreneur, even the fashion tech ones that we are talking about, um, where it's, you have to figure everything out. Um, So from marketing all the way to just actually the designs themselves. Um, So yeah, no, I think definitely that. And also just knowing the customer really. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So um, just to, I guess, to finish off our conversation for this first episode, you know, uh, the categories that we're interested in at Beyond Form, so AI, artificial intelligence, AR, augmented reality, and then um, blockchain. Where do we think it's all heading? Well, I think there's a lot in store for all of this. Um, if we, obviously, you already know, I'm a big fan of the augmented reality side of things. Um, when it comes to blockchain, I think there's a lot uh, of development to be done to um, actually have that traceability and make being it actually genuine as well. Um, And obviously now with the rise of NFTs and things like that, um, I think it's quite interesting to see how all of this is gonna just link together and and maybe create even more complex solutions that we haven't even thought about yet. 
Um, and obviously artificial intelligence has always been there and it's quite interesting to see how that's going to now uh, impact not only retail but also even the design side of things. Um, obviously we do know about the gener generative design um, that T-Fashion is also doing on the side of the trend forecasting and how you have all this data that can just suddenly create designs um, for you <laughs> or at least suggestions. So all of that is already just 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 the tip of, of the iceberg, I think. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, just going back to the, the point about blockchain, it is basically creating new market opportunities in a whole new market itself, which wasn't available for fashion 10 years mm -hmm. ago, or even two years ago, yeah. shall we say. It's only recently been the last 12 months where NFTs have really, really been taking off. Um, I love the fact that Artifact from the USA was acquired by Nike, so that mm -hmm. Nike can push out their NFT um, slash digital fashion offering. You know, we have WeWear inside our portfolio, who's a very early stage fashion tech startup, but they're also exploring blockchain and NFTs and really seeing how all of these dots can be uh, connected together. Um, I also think it's very interesting as well how we're seeing, you know, consultancies like or digital fashion houses like the fabricant mm -hmm. are now shifting their business models to be actually be platform based because the nft slash blockchain slash metaverse domain has just morphed so quickly really quick over <laughs> just even the last six months way quicker than i expected actually yeah so I think it will be interesting to see, you know, how Nike and Artifact develops their partnership together, how the mm -hmm. fabricant launches their new beta version of their platform to capitalise in co-creation um, and the community. Uh, again, going back to the accessibility factor, mm -hmm. where you don't have to be from the fashion industry or the tech industry to now be connected to the fashion tech world, mm -hmm. which I think is um, interesting. Yeah, and no, I think it's really interesting as well. And we've obviously discovered all of that really with the startups we've been working with. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the other startups that we, we have waiting to take the opportunity as well yes. in the market. So let's see who comes into the Venture Studio next then. Thank you for listening. We will be releasing episodes at least once a month with each episode featuring a different topic. We'll also have guests joining us such as founders from our portfolio of startups and fashion industry insiders from our incredible network to bring further discussions on sustainability, fresh perspectives on design and many more all related to fashion tech. Be sure to check us out on social media at beyondform underscore io as well as our website beyondform.io for updates. Beyondform brings human and financial resources together to launch and scale early stage fashion tech startups with ambitious founders. We hope to potentially see some of you joining our venture studio very soon. Don't forget to drop us a line if you'd like to hear us talk about a specific topic. Until next time.